separated into two sections um, of my conversation with Chris Stapers. The uh, first part, I think, goes pretty well. It's uh, We have varying of opinion. I, I'd always tend to play devil's advocate anyway. So if I have, I have anybody pushing a hard right or hard left agenda, I will generally play the opposite side just for... You know, you can find good points anywhere. Whereas I'm somewhere in the, I tend to be somewhere in the middle. I'm part conservative, part liberal. But um, we had some good discussions, and it transitioned uh, through various topics. And we took a break for about thirty minutes, and thirty to forty minutes, and we came back, and he'd been drinking a bit, so it gets a little sloppy, slightly aggressive, and I even had to end it uh, a little. Um, early because I, there's a couple of things he said that I'm sure he would regret when he sobered up and the next day that you can't really take back if you put something online. So I was like, I will spare him that because, you know, I highly respect his intellect and I understand that anybody when they get a little <laughs> drunk can get too passionate and sometimes spout off things that they probably don't want forever being on the internet. But we the appreciate the conversation for what it is. He's a, a writer and philosophy major, but I feel like there are several points that I can just disprove with 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 evidence in my own life. But the you know it's it's good to kind of look at both sides, and he does a good job of covering definitely one side. And, you know, if you, depending on what, who I'm talking with, I'm usually playing, as I said, I'm always playing devil's advocate. So, you know, I always believe that truth is somewhere in the middle. And anytime you have an extreme, you're getting away from the whole of it. I think the reason why no particular system is completely survived is because we need to balance the best of all systems. And clearly that hasn't been completely done. We've tried, but... Anyway, we tackle some various issues uh, from politics to philosophy to general value and some some humorous moments. Uh, so, hope it's worth your time. I oh think my, we got it. We did it. Oh my gosh. So, did it happen? Did it just happen? It did just happen and it's happening. So, all this time, it was it was honestly a very simple process. This is we we could have had we could have had you know a whole plethora of useful things that would have built upon. I know, I know, but you know what? It, it took us a while because that's what the internet is, and and we did figure it out. And so I think right now we need to concentrate on moving forward. So well, I would like to shout out real quick to the uh, the overly uh, sexual aspect of the gay community for. <laughs> Triggering, uh, who, whose uh, initial instincts to bail in a conversation ended up in a, a, another conversation being able to happen. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I mean, listen, it's always amazing to go ahead and walk right outside your front door and go to the bench that's right outside your front door and meet a gay man who is drinking beer. And then you go ahead and say, fuck beer. Here's a glass of liquor. Here's, or more than the point, here's a, an old Gatorade bottle that used to be full of Gatorade that I filled with liquor and uh, Canada, Canada dry club soda for you. And so let's talk. And I think that's exactly what we're talking about. Yep. You were just being yourself. I'm, I'm just being myself being up way too late doing my freaking shit and it synced up the, um, 
now I, I wanted to ask you something when you first brought up the, the little book exchange thing. Now, is it wrong of me that uh, I was on the way to return an extra copy of uh, Hobbes's Leviathan to see if I could get any used book credit? When I saw that and I w- opened it, found a copy of Twilight, I put my Hobbes in there and then I threw the Twilight away. Is that wrong? Not at all. Listen, everyone's got their own taste in this world and that's totally valid. However, we also have to really give ourselves a little bit of credit whenever we can for reading the real shit instead of the, um, the punk ass shit that, um, you know, the teeny boppers were into the teeny boppers need shit too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sogging anything off. Honestly, I'm really not. Everybody has a value. Everyone has a necessity to, to create an infinite literature that works for them. And so like if, if maybe it's, if it's not Thomas Hobbes, if maybe if it is twilight or whatever that is, I've never read it. Okay. I've never read Harry Potter, but it doesn't matter. I, if, that, I, if that means something to you, then you should read it. That's all I'm saying. I feel bad though, that I just threw twilight away. I was like, I did my exchange. I personally don't want anybody else to, to read this. I, uh, it's why, why, why? Be, uh, I, I mean, I just didn't, I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't, I didn't know. I mean, I guess I could have just left it in there and then it would have been, but that wouldn't have been equivalent exchange. Hey, did you read it though? Did you read the Twilight novel? I mean, I read the, I read the first five chapters back in uh, my sophomore year of college because I dated some chick that gave it to me and I was like, this is some of the worst writing I've ever, (laughs) I (laughs) Like I'm not even I'm not even being one of those oh man Nickelback sucks I'm like but 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 this is really there was nothing I was getting out of it in fact I think if you somehow had had um, some sort of nodes or receptors hooked up to my brain you would have seen uh, my neurological function probably deteriorate. Well, it's actually interesting you say that because I did actually utilize uh, extra dimensional uh, gnome wizards on the nano scale to hook up these same type of. Um, uh, electroencephalogram uh, nodes on your brain, and I did kind of get a reading on what you were reading, and I realized that you're right. I mean, Twilight sucks. It's stupid. What? Oh, hey, what is Twilight? I'm sorry. Twilight's like, oh, look, look at me. I'm the most pretty vampire of all time, and I'm rich, and I'm super fucking powerful, and yet, oh, feel sorry for me because I don't have the woman I love. Oh, okay. Give me a break, right? Why do you sparkle, man? Why do you sparkle? I don't even know what that means. Exactly. It's like, what, what are you talking about? Why don't we actually talk about real literature? I'm sorry. Have, have, have any of you read Albert Camus' The Plague? Seems kind of apropos in the current uh, je ne sais quoi, if you will. Right? Come on. Look, look, look. The reality is literature is a thing that matters, and it has mattered for a while. And most people in the modern era don't write literature. I do. Spoiler alert. But and other people do as well, but not everyone does. Look, seriously, Colson Whitehead, God bless him. I mean, he, he's 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 writing some great works. You know, he has throughout his entire career. You know, he's fantastic, and he's modern, and he's black. I think I, you know, there's somewhere in the corner, <laughs> somewhere, yeah. somewhere, people's okay. heads are exploding and. Little little Canada, they're having a they're having a cousin fuck off to deal with the trauma. Well, little Canada, what do you mean? Is that where like the the if the, you take a left outside of, boys are in? if you take a left outside of WCU's campus and head about ten minutes past where you don't have service, 
and, and then go take a left at the gas station. There's a community of like, man, eh, you'll probably find the remnants of the whoever's left of the KKK down there. Well, I, I just speaking uh, from from the perspective of a man who has lived most of his adult life in the South. The KKK is alive and well. I mean, you all you have to do is look at the White House. So, I mean, look, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm just saying. Uh, racism is terrible. Look, sorry, not sorry. If you're the type of person that thinks that you can go ahead and carte blanche judge the value of another person just off the color of their skin, then you're an asshole, all right? That you're just fundamentally a fucking piece of shit, and you should go to jail. And you know what? Lynching shouldn't be, shouldn't be a thing. Armand Aubrey, all right? Right? Who, who's talking about that? Right. I I uh I agreed with everything you said minus the uh the comment on Trump, just because Trump Trump isn't racist. Trump is an egoist, and he simply plays whatever cards he needs to stay in control. He doesn't care. Like, see, I dis- I disagree. He's not an egoist. He's a narcissist. And quite frankly, there's a huge difference because I'm an egoist. I'm not a narcissist. I, I but the thing is, it's like the man the man is actually tactical because he's. He he literally was following some stuff that's directly out of Mein Kampf. But the uh, – and word on the street is that he had a copy near his bed for the longest time. But, Which is hysterical because, of course, we all know he can't read, so it doesn't even matter. Like, he never read it. <laughs> but, or I'm sorry, dude, am I wrong? Don't you, don't you understand your, like, your ability to process uh, various fonts? There's like a Rosetta Stone whenever you grab it by the pussy. <laughs> Hey, the only Rosetta Stone is the pussy. Oh, look, I'm a heterosexual male, full disclosure, and I love the pussy. And I'll tell you, yeah, I've never met a bu- fucking better. <laughs> I've ne- I've never met or encountered a better goddamn translation engine for humanity than the pussy. Come on, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, and, and and you know it's funny because like everyone's hating on Trump, but then Biden's over like, bro, I've been grabbing by the pussy for years. Yeah, listen. Um, it's not my my place here to tell you like about touching that. everybody without consent. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, fine. But then when you look at it, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. At this point in the day, there are literally 13 legal lawsuits out against Donald J. Trump about sexual assault and or rape. Seriously, I mean, what was it? The uh, the old editor of Condé Nast accused him of rape, and like no one's been like, oh yeah, we're not gonna. The mainstream is like, no, we don't care about fucking. Uh, the fact that Trump raped this fucking cunt back in the mid '90s because he's the president and he gives us tax cuts. The thing so is, let's... like, they're, they're both probably they're both probably drinking scotch uh, at Epstein Island together. It's like they're all there together. Well, it's all about money, isn't it? I mean, that's what we really have to get down to, and that's the problem with pussy. Pussy doesn't understand that it's no longer the main thing. Like pussy used to be the main thing, but in our I current mean, culture, it's money. It's not pussy. It's it, so like and then pussy hates it, and pussy hates it. Pussy, no matter who it is, says, "Oh my god, it sucks. I'm no longer the main thing." And that's what they are, right? At the end of the day, unfortunately, no pussy still has it on lock. <laughs> Maybe, but it, it, it has from the beginning. It's 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 the first, uh, you know, income making. Uh, I guess yeah, of course. Like, the, the so-called like uh, earliest uh, job or whatever, the oldest profession. But then it's like, doesn't that beg the question? What was the pussy working for back then? It's like it wasn't fucking money, or was it money, or, or was it really more about some sense of control? And I'm sorry, look, Nefertiti, uh, 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 you know, um, Cleopatra, uh, you know, 
I mean, women have been in charge forever. Like the idea that women haven't been in charge is ridiculous. I mean, like, look, Elizabeth II, come on. I just want you to know that when you said Nefertiti, instead of Nefertiti, you said Nefertiti. I feel like you sounded like Cardi B. I was like, Nefertiti. You're about to be in a rap lyric, son. I see. It's amazing. I really love that because I don't know anything about rap and I, I love rap, whatever. I guess I do. I have to say that because that's what the kids like. But I'll tell you this much. Nefertiti was, in fact, like one of the greatest uh, rulers of the ancient Egyptian world, Egyptian world. And she didn't fucking give a fuck about podcasts or fucking Donald Trump. Come on. I mean, <laughs> no, she was too busy. Never mind. <laughs> no, don't say it. A sexual pun and innuendo for basic laughs from the eh, semi-bottom of the barrel. So, exactly. And so, like, I would like for this podcast to not adhere to a bottom-of-the-barrel sensibility when it comes to its humor. I would like for us to actually maintain uh, a top-shelf humor. And, of course, if we're going to do that, we can't talk about Trump or Biden, can we? Or, in fact, all of American politics, because all of American politics is worthless. Because democracy, sorry, People is worthless. Well, Democracy I mean, is stupid. The founding fathers said that the, the two party system would fail, and they didn't give us a solution. Uh, Thomas Thomas Jefferson famously said that when you know this country devolves into a two party system, it's no longer a democracy, right? Tots, I think what you're referencing is that correct or incorrect? Yes, yes. By my heav- heavily butchering of, of or paraphrasing, but but basically, but the point stands is that. This country, this country isn't going to survive in a two-party system. Well, so let's go ahead and admit the fact that we've been in a two-party system for over 150 years. And look where that's got us. 100,000 dead in COVID-19. How many other dead in Vietnam? How many fucking dead in the Iraq wars? And, you know, how many people fucking slaving away at wage slave labor? So what do we really want to talk about? Do we want to talk about the next political iteration? I mean, really? Like, I feel like every culture ever puts out those numbers the fa- i mean i feel like the 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 names and faces change but the the system has stayed the same like we just finally have the internet so you can see how ratchet everybody is like i feel like people have always been as gropey as biden and trump i feel like people have always been as as shysty like look at look i mean you look at have you ever read hamlet have you ever read hamlet yeah sure yeah what a piece of work man is or is man huh. Exactly. Thank you so much. And and it is tough because there aren't that many folks that actually are able to spend enough of their time thinking about these things. Right. And so we also have to think about that as well. Like so many people like make this bullshit argument that, oh, all you have to do is just like work, work like a slave or a nigger for fucking 50, 60, 70 hours a week. And then you can go home and then you can be an artist or then you can be a philosopher. And it's like, no, it doesn't work that way, does it? That's not what the human body or human condition is, is able to put up with, right? Well, but also, we, it's, it's about compromise because what, where does the most beautiful artwork, where does the most beautiful comedy, where does – it comes from a place of pain. It comes from a place of struggle. And so if you want, you know, you can't have the opposite either. Look, I mean, look at Cherokee and the fur cap jet. You have, a, you have a bunch of people that somehow blow through $120,000 their first year and end up with, you know, a, what is it, like a 1,000% increase in opioid addiction and deaths? Yeah, no, it's tough, man. Listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to argue that any system anyone has ever come up with makes the most sense. What I am saying 
and this is after Bakunin, this is after Marx, this is after fucking Aristotle, this is after fucking Aquinas. The reality is people have to get straight with the fact that I don't care if they get gay some, with the fact. Uh, straight or gay, exactly, whatever. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but what I'm saying is people have to get used to the fact that the history of political economy is such that it always ends up with a very few people making it very well and everyone else making it pretty shitty. You disagree or agree? Oh, yeah, no, it, it's always been the time of the entrepreneur. It's like you have a main system that you want society to follow, which which has always been the case. And then you have the other people tweaking, you know, entrepreneuring it up and staying just outside the system, but utilizing that system in order to to gain power and wealth. I couldn't I couldn't agree more with you, man. I mean, I really appreciate you saying that. It's really nice. But, you know, if you, you know, you look at like, go, go take something like, um, you know, Machiavelli's The Prince, like that, that, that whole shrewd, like tact, it, it, it hasn't stopped existing. It's like the, the, you know, the whole old adage, the, um, you know, a weak society builds strong men, strong men build a, a, you know, strong society, strong society builds weak men. It's like you, you're never going to be able to, to take that away because if you do, you just, you the cycle will always continue. We're not, we want to end up in this sort of like state of like paradise permanence. And we're not meant to be it. It's just like, I feel like the way now is just to try to minimize the amount of damage. And I think, uh, I feel like America does the best job overall. Cause it's still the same, the most amount of freedom you can have. Well, in America, you're free to be poor. You're free to be sick. You're free to, uh, die from your poverty. You're, you're free to die from your uneducation. You're free to die from your inability to actually understand the fucking historical context. I mean, if that's what you're saying, then I agree with you. Yes. But quite frankly, I would argue there has to be a better way. And do I know that better way? No, obviously not. If I did, I wouldn't be making a podcast. All right. Well, I mean, like, it, we, we, America, I think, is the, the, you know, the closest thing we've come to, uh, you know, Socrates, you know, are we, are we the, the unexamined life? We are examining this bitch. Are we though? I mean, like, literally, are we though? Like, I said closest I, thing. <laughs> like we're not, we're not Nietzsche's Ubermensch either, but we're trying. All right. Well, first of all, as much as I love Nietzsche, his Ubermensch theory is definitely still a couple thousand years ahead of us. But what I will say is that we in America, Here's what we have to do as, Amer- as Americans, all right? We have to understand that we have been given, and you're right, we have been given for the first time in almost the entirety of political history a unique opportunity to embrace freedom. And by freedom, I, we specifically mean a libertarian freedom, which means you're free to do whatever you want, but at the same time, you're also free to get sick, you're free to die, and you're free to fucking fall apart because the society won't help you. All right. Right. Or am I wrong? What? Not, not, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, you're, you're, I'm, I'm with you. Keep going. Keep going. It's so all I'm saying is America has been given an excellent and unique opportunity to change the discourse, but we haven't been doing that. And we, and, and look, Hey, it might seem easy to slide Trump off if you know, that's what you're into, but it wasn't just Trump, by the way. I mean, good Christ, this goes back to fucking Clinton in the 90s, the triangulate, so-called triangulation, right? The, you, know, you know what I mean? Don't like, threaten me with a good time. A, 
Oh, hell, trust me. We'll go down to Myrtle. All I'm saying is um, there's been a huge renunciation of the human ethos or the ethical ethos in American politics, at least since um, after uh, fundamentally after Carter. I mean, people slide Carter off, but quite frankly, we have to admit Carter was the only great fucking president we had in my lifetime, at least. I'm 41. And he and why? Because he actually had a post presidency that meant something. You know, whenever Ronald Reagan got out of presidency, what did he do? He sat on his laurels. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't go build Habitat for Humanity. Jimmy Carter's literally 88, fucking 90 years old. He's sitting there building houses for poor people and he's getting his arm broken and he's still going back out there and doing it. You have to respect You can that. respect it, and but you, you also have to, you have to admit too that, you know, the people that, that tend to do that much I'm also makes me think like, what is on your conscience to where you're you're having to do so much like now, now i'm not saying that that you're not he's not like had some sort of like i just did i did way too much acid the other day and i'm like you know what i'm gonna fucking help people but it's like a lot of times no jimmy i don't think jimmy carter did a lot of acid i just don't think he did a lot of acid the the i, I you know i would love to do acid with jimmy carter though i'll tell you that i served bob dole ice cream one time i want to throw that out there did you really I did. he came to highlands was it was it um, vanilla bean? It was, was it, it, it chocolate was, chip. It, it was basic. He, he just he just wanted he just wanted basic ice cream. It was very disappointing. Well, when you say basic though, I mean help me out. I mean uh, vanilla chocolate. It, it was it just it was it was it was I can't remember if it was vanilla or chocolate, but it was one of the two because I think his wife got the other one. Well, well, we all know there's plenty of flavors of ice cream. Come oh no, on, we had no, we, we had we had uh, at least twenty four flavors at the time, and. Yeah, yeah no, twenty four. Twenty four. You were like half. You were like half of a ba- Baskin Robbins at that point. Carol Baskin. You know Baskin Robbins. Right? Yeah, there was. Uh, I used to exist there as a wee lad in the Florida region. <laughs> this is actually going better than I thought it would. This is fantastic so far. <laughs> All right, so. Um, so uh, yeah, you as a wee lad, you were a Floridian. I was a really in anything, and it was just like you know, it was like, hey, who doesn't want Dan this year? And then I would go to a different state and live with different people. <laughs> it was it was a it, and, I, and and again, what and the ability that you had to do that was part of the American political project, right? Yes or no? I, I think is I think it's beautiful. I think I think I I could only happen in America. What what the right. Look, don't, don't look, please, uh, Dan, A, and then B, listeners, don't get me wrong. I'd love the fact that America, the United States of, have this ability to um, engender and support multiple and diverse psychologies and, and, and mentalities. But that doesn't mean that we're doing it right, does it? Oh, no. Well, the thing is, like, if you, you, what I, what I've pretty much washed my hands clean of, of being anything in politics other than just voting to make sure they know that I'm going to fucking vote, even if it's ass trash. And, but the, but the thing is, it's like, everything has become you, you, you're fighting against the other party, no matter what they say, you, you know, you've got such bad confirmation bias and nobody wants to admit when the other side does something good. So someone could be a complete asshat. They do one good thing. You don't give them credit for it. And that works on both sides. It's like, Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Nothing. Nothing gets accomplished that we at least I feel like at least 
20 something years ago, they're like, well, that was at least a good bill. And, you know, there was at least some bipartisan. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the 80s, uh, Reagan, Tip O'Neill, you know, the, the leader of the House. I mean, look, seriously, there was compromise, you know, the tax bills, the uh, the, the fundamental re- reorientation of uh, welfare state. I mean, a lot of shit happened back when, quite frankly, what we call comp, what they used to call compromise, but what we now call, you know, acceding to the enemy. Did you say acceding? Did, did you say acetaminophen? I said acceding to the enemy, acceding to the enemy's point, right? That's how it, look, it looks now, all right? Like, can you even imagine? I mean, obviously, it doesn't happen. Even, oh, Jesus Christ, back in the Bush administration, the second Bush administration, with the Medicare Part D thing, like, people were still like, oh, yeah, that's decently a pretty good idea. Wow. Uh, and, and liberals and, and conservatives got on board with it, right? They did. But it didn't pass, but it, it was a decent idea. That's what I'm saying. It's like right now we're in such a fucking weird ass goddamn miasma of partisan identitarian politics that it's impossible to create an area where compromise can exist. (laughs) Billy Mays here, but wait, there's more. (laughs) That's not all. The um, I I I feel like it's 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 so interesting that the. I heard I heard so much about Trump from the other side, you know, of, of the thing. And I'm like, OK, and I'm like, nothing you about 95 percent of what you said is pretty fucking true. And then you screw It's actually 100 percent. You, 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 know, you screw the, the Jewish man again. And then so what's your choice of the uh, inappropriate doesn't think before he speaks, definitely doesn't doesn't ask for consent before he does stuff. You're going to choose Biden. It's like it's 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 just like what the fuck, man. Okay, so full full disclosure, this is CR Saper talking here. I am a huge Bernie Sanders fan. I have been a Sanders supporter through for, since 2002 when he was the first person to vote against the Iraq War. Okay, I was in college at that time. I've been a Sanders supporter for over 20 years, more or less. All right, but I get it. Sanders lost the fucking Democratic primary right now, right? And so, yeah, they wanted to say the people voted and the people chose Biden. Okay, I don't like Biden, but if but he's better than Trump, and so I'll vote for him, right? Uh, I, I, where, where's, where's Ross Perot, man? Uh, he's dead. He's actually in the oh, ground. He's like six feet on that, the ground. He's literally that, dead. That was that was incredibly like. Uh, What's what's well, the, the, Ross Perot's the only reason Bill Clinton got elected, by the way, as, as you know. Maybe you don't know, but I was around for that. I was a spoiler alert audience. I'm 41 years old. I don't care if you know that. Here's the thing. Yes, in 1992, the only reason Clinton won was because Ross Perot split the vote between the Republicans and the Democrats. It was the only time it's actually happened in any of our waking lives. All right. Good movie, by the way. But it's not going to happen this election cycle. And so we have to make a choice. And I think, I mean, look, quite frankly, there are innocent lives that are that are being there. People are innocent. People are dying because of Donald Trump's ineptitude in, in government. And here's the thing. Uh, Joe Biden might not be the best person ever. I don't care. He's better than Trump because he knows how to move work the lovers of government and he could actually save people's lives so i'm pro biden yeah we got it all right uh, because are you are you black because you have to vote for him 
I heard about that. Yeah. Well, look, I'm not a god or anything, so I don't know why I would disagree. <laughs> look, so okay. By the way, this this is one man. Charlemagne, white man. Charlatan. Charlemagne the God, right? It's like, oh, okay. So you're gonna go ahead. You're gonna like have a podcast. And you're gonna be like, you're gonna call yourself a god, and then you're gonna fucking talk shit to the the one candidate that might actually save your community's lives. Fuck you. By the way, just fuck. You. I mean, honestly, like, don't be hating on the fact he calls himself a god. You know, that's actually not a big deal. Nobody's seen God in like two thousand plus years or something. So it's like, no, it's not enough. like he's not like he's you know saying he's going to be on the job. Yeah, like, but he's not a god. He's not a god. Come on, he's an asshole that has a fucking. Podcast. We're uh, we're on. sort of all gods. So like, you know, neat. Uh, going back. No, we all have we all have a bit a, a, a tiny bit of divinity, and this goes back to the fucking Gnostics, man. Come on, if you really want to like do the real homework and understand the reality of what we're talking about, that's fine. But that's not what Charlemagne the God is talking about. He is upset and mad because his community has been shit on for fucking generations, and he is right. But, they but just to, to be like, to be like, yo, you got to auto-vote for me because you're black. It's like, that. Ah, fuck you too, man. All right. Well, like, honestly, look, hell, man, look, I'm not black, so I'm not trying to say anything about what black people should do. But I will tell you this. If if the choice is between Trump and, and Biden, well, guess what? One of those motherfuckers has a hell of a lot more fucking leeway with black folk than the other one. Who, who is the third party candidate this year? Like, you know, Johnson had had such a big following. Like, I don't even know. Like, Donald Duck. I thought it was Donald Duck. I thought it was Donald Duck. Is, is that is that a is that a what happened there? That, that was a that was a really bad. That was me doing a really bad impression of Donald. <laughs> but but for real, like, like I, honestly, I can't think of anybody other than Vermin Supreme because he runs every year. But. Uh, you know more about it than I do. Go ahead. Talk I don't. It. I literally don't know. Like we had, well, it was Jill Stein, Jill Stein in the in the Johnson last year, and now there's like, there's nothing. Yeah. Well, Jill Stein has a nice Dasha uh, outside of St. Petersburg now, because again, as we all know, everyone argues she was a fucking Russian plant. I don't think that's true, but you know. That's what the mainstream media wants to say. I mean, quite frankly, anytime anyone makes an argument for the environment or for working people, the mainstream media and ergo the mainstream political class denudes them and devalues them. That's a fact, man. I want to point out that, you know, I'm going to give a I'm going to give a shout out to uh, (laughs) because it turns out that. Yes, they were making the frogs gay, and there was a pedophile island. Thank you, Alex Jones. What's wrong with fucking gay frogs? Nothing's wrong with it. He just called it, and they're like, like, okay, Alex Jones, and like, oh fuck, they, they were. I honestly have no idea. Oh, Alex Jones, like, like years ago, he's like, you know, they've got a pedophile island. No, who? No, I'm sorry. Who is who is Alex? Who who is Alex? What is Alex Jones? How is Alex Jones? Probably cocaine. I actually lived in Austin, Texas for about two years, and I did see an Alex Jones, um, so quote unquote, <laughs> media uh, adjacent event. And um, I'll just go ahead and tell you look, Alex Jones makes all of his money by selling fucking snake oil to idiots. So if you're one to follow a guy who is clearly basically a snake oil salesman, you go ahead. I'm not going to do that. 
I'm actually interested in real facts. Real well, no, the thing is, like, what, like even, that statement is one of probably one of my least favorite statements of all time. Is the is the you know follow a person like I can agree or enjoy two percent of what someone says and and still not enjoy the other ninety eight percent, but I'll still give a person a props for their two percent. That's the one thing that bothers me right now is that nobody gives any like ninety five percent of what someone could say could be trash, but if people just go. I agree with him on that, but he's still a trash. But everyone's like, fuck this. It's the Antichrist. I'm like, dude, you quit quit making shit extreme. If we were, you know, if it was that bad, you wouldn't be able to say the things you're saying. Like we, you know, we'd be in some North Korea shit. Really good point. Really good point you just made. Thank you. And and it, it's I, you know, for the for the, you know, everybody talks about like, you know, oh, we don't have any freedom. It's like for the fact that everybody's able to bitch and like literally make memes of like their president blowing up on Twitter and you're not taken out in the middle of the night, like, and that's the end of you. Like, that's pretty fucking free yeah. compared to many countries. No, oh, uh, I, I, again, 100% agree. So, I mean, it, it, it's, it's shit, but at least you have the ability to bitch about it without getting killed for bitching about it being shit. Oh, there, and I, okay. So now let's get down to the brass tacks. There's on the one hand, there's bitching about shit. On the other hand, there's like bitching about shit just so you can shill bullshit products that don't work and yet idiots will buy. Politics. On the other that's hand, politics right now. And, and, and now that's marketing, that's salesmanship. And then at the other end of it, there is legitimate fascist fucking. At the other end of it, there's a fascist response. And look, everyone on the right keeps saying, oh, no, 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 we're not fascists. We just want you to agree and believe what we agree and believe with, and we will hate you if you don't agree with us. Foxnews.com, all right? Just go, I'm sorry, go ahead and check it. If you're listening to this podcast, go ahead. Go ahead and check out fucking Foxnews.com. Go ahead and see what they're talking about, AOC. Go ahead and see what they're talking about, Hillary. And literally, Hillary Clinton, who gives a fuck about Hillary Clinton? And yeah, oh, I'm sorry if... if if you're a Fox News viewer, you you might be surprised to know that an individual who has left public life, te- that's technical, that's true. Yeah, if you're a Fox News viewer, you might be surprised to know that she's still like the worst person ever. It's like, what are you even talking about? Do the math, do the science, or more importantly, just do the logic. Fuck you, right? Or am I wrong? Am I well, wrong? I mean, the, the, the problem is like people semi do the science and the problem is the science semi does the science it's like how many years went by before like oh yeah okay string theory isn't going the way we thought it would all right well that's science man it's gonna take a lot of time by the way string theory does actually have a lot more to say about how we uh marry classical standard particle physics with quantum mechanics than anything well, else. I mean, so, well, like, well, honestly, the thing is, like the problem is like they build a whole theory off of off of off of, off of a thing. Like a thing is a some part of a thing worked, and you try to base the whole thing off it, and it's like okay, that you, this is this is an example of something working, but it, it's just a part of it. One thing I, I uh, so now we're talking about particle physics. Well, I mean, okay. you're, I'm, we're always talking about particle physics. There, there's that's all. No, no, we're but, not. but we are. But it's a it's. Or you're, you're you're never far away from a conversation on particle physics, but the uh, what is your what is your what is your particular view on? Well, particle I, physics? actually, actually, I was going to put a, a stop to my own thing because I want to go on this political. I, I had a comment to make on 
the problem is it's like every we're, we're so egocentric as people that we think these these governmental issues or these you know, we're like, oh, we're about to be in, in another Cold War with China. This It's like these issues have been the same type of issues. Spoiler since- alert. We are currently in a Cold War with China. We're, yeah. we're, we're, but we've, but there's always been a Cold War with China of the equivalent of China. No, there hasn't been. When Henry Miller was writing, there was no Cold War with China. When Dostoevsky was writing, there was no Cold War with China. When when Samuel Beckett was writing, there was no color. No, China. no, no. I mean, but here China, now in twenty twenty, China, 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 oh, China yeah. is a metaphor. Okay. China, China is is literally like uh, well, for ever, the the changing landscape. Like what was it in the fifty? It was it a uh, Portugal was the main power. Then Spain's the main power. England's the main power. Like the uh, the main power changes. How? What are you talking I'm about? Talking about since, I'm talking about the history of mankind. <laughs> I'm talking like there's always been war. There's always been some countries having some semblance of a cold war. There's always been some countries having actual war while there's been peaceful nations. There's always been a Switzerland somewhere. I agree with that. I don't we agree with we haven't, that. we people think that everything's so crazy and everyone's so arrogant to think it's just like every, uh, people think that their time is going to be the end times. It's like, no, the end time shit's been happening for thousands of years. <laughs> it's more important to, it's more important and logical to make the argument that there are in time thinking that has been concurrent throughout temporality. It's not correct to say that there's ever been one specific in time or eschatological or teleological in game. Okay. I'm just saying that's for philosophy. In in throwing that out there, I also want to give a, a shout out to religion for being the ultimate tax evasion scheme for forever. And it's, it's pretty clever. Like, shout out to Scientology for showing how far out in East Jesus you can get. Fuck Scientology. Hey, hey by the way, if you're a Scientologist, come fuck with me. I, I live in Longmont, Colorado. All right, Yo, don't me. fuck with Lord Zeno sending souls into volcanoes to inhabit monkeys. The, the fact is... Um, don't fuck with fucking Lord... Uh, whatever the fuck. I, uh, in, insert blank Lord I might just randomly make up because that's what they did. And my Lords that I might randomly fictitiously make up or better well, than I mean, because right? I, I play Dungeons and Dragons so I know a little bit about fucking okay well no Lord, then so you're right? about Count Strahd well he's he's probably better than all the other all the other gods I like him oh Count Strahd Ravenloft fuck Ravenloft I'm talking about fucking the planes the master plane level if you're right? if, 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 if you're not gonna count Strahd as relevant then it, oh, Strahd's fantastic! No, no, no. I'm whoa, saying, whoa, I'm whoa, saying, I'm saying, if he's not getting your cred and your and your next alternative doesn't somehow include Drizzt, then I don't, I don't want to put. What Drizzt? Driz, yeah, Dorden? yeah. I, I, I gotta have some. If we're not, if we're not playing Drizzt, Drizzt, are you? Are we talking Ari Salvatore? Goddamn right. Well, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about fiction, aren't we? We're talking about a guy that made a really great story about a fucking uh, black elf, a night elf, a dark elf, a drow. Drow. Who had... Drow. Sorry. Right. Completely correct. I stand corrected. A drow who had a fucking magical scimitar, ice brand, and then he had another magical scimitar. Uh, the other thing, and then he had a little fucking like little goblin, fucking like little, 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 little,
can I can summon up a fucking extra and transdimensional fucking okay, cancer. that's pretty badass. Whip your ass. Yeah, I know you're fucking R.A. Salvatore's fucking stories. Don't even kid with me. I've read all of those. Right? I've read the prequels at least. I thought they were solid. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I've read a lot more than you have then, apparently. So, uh, hey, Dan, I'm not trying to slag you off because Dan, you and I apparently are on the same team. When it comes to this podcast. Now, what are we going to fucking name this podcast? Oh, man. I, I, I feel like we can come up with that later. But actually, you know what? Okay, let's fuck around with it for... Um, Let's see. We are... This is our first episode, right? We should, Why wouldn't we fuck around with it now? Why wouldn't we All right. Well, I'll give us I'll give us till 40 minutes. We're at 37.30 right now. So we got two and a half minutes. Let's throw out some ideas. You say a word, I'll say a word. What you got? What's your first... Yeah, no, you, you start. Okay. So, um, I was thinking about doing, having our, having a, some sort of combination name that maybe pays homage to either some, some old culture of power, some sort of maybe Greek, Greek essence of education. Plato's, Plato's closet. Oh, see, that doesn't, closet. that doesn't have the really cheesy combination of our names. <laughs> Plus, it's a, a actual legitimate name for a fucking like TJ Maxx knockoff. If I don't know if you know that, but that's hilarious. All right, you're right. You're right. Right. That's that's terrible. What do you? Well, got? I was I was thinking like um, we did. <laughs> I don't know something something. What's your middle name? Because that that'll help me out. I'll work with that. Because I've already got I've already got one half of this this down. But what's your middle name? You I need to know your middle name, name because. My my middle name is is your is you, your first name. So I already got that's part of the game. Well, I'm sorry. What your middle yes, name is, is Christopher? All right, fair enough. I didn't know that. Good to know. My middle name is Raymond. My name is Christopher Raymond. Raymond. Stifler. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Okay. All right. The all right, Raymond. Okay. Okay, I I came up with a football player. It didn't go the way I wanted to, because uh, since we yeah. I was gonna call I was gonna call it something the christening. Um, yeah. A, so right. uh, let's see. So what about ring the bell? What about ring the bell? Oh shit! Wait, where 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 in any of that is 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 uh my punny play on words? Ring the bell. That's that should be the title of our podcast. Ring the bell. The christening. The bell, the bell's been rung. The bell's been christened. The bell's been rung. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you ever see fucking Batman versus Superman? Did you ever see the last scene where Batman goes and fucking fights Lex Luthor and his fucking, you know, you know what I mean? Look, I'm not a huge fan of Snyder. By the way, Zack Snyder, I love your vision and I really can't wait for the fucking Snyder cut. But otherwise, what I'm saying is ring the bell. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Um, okay. So I'm going to throw out some other stuff too. Like, uh, yeah, I'm a DC guy. I'm a DC guy. Fuck Marvel. Endgame was stupid. It was I, dumb. I don't think it, I don't think it was, wait, well, it was, Endgame was the second part, right? I like the, I, no, it was the last part. It was no, the last no, part. No, Come no, on. It was, it was the last the part of like 10 of the, years of the, uh, the main infinity gauntlet. The first one was the infinity gauntlet, right? No, they call it infinity, infinity war. war it's infinity infinity war is the only, so, Wow, if any war was the only good movie, okay, Marvel okay, ever cool, made. okay, that's what I, I no, Doctor Strange was good. They they basically had it. 
They had yeah, a DMT was, strip. In yeah, that shit. Well, so was so was Captain so was Captain America Winter Soldier. No, yeah, no, no, no. They Doctor, made good Doctor movies, Strange but flat out had like a DMT trip in that shit. Oh, look, I'm not gonna fucking deny Benedict Cumberbatch. Hey, Benedict, if you're listening to this, come get Cumberbatch. Oh, good old Cumberbatch. Reality is, Marvel movies are dumb because they're all fucking commercials for another movie that may or may not ever exist. And you can't make art by making commercials. All right, that's all I'm saying. And what I will say, furthermore, is that Zack Snyder did not have that when he was making when he made Man of Steel and when he made BVS. I, seriously, I know this is unpopular, but Batman vs Superman is actually really incredible. Like the reason why people, the fanboys don't like Batman vs. Superman is because the fanboys like to think that Batman is like on their side. I'm sorry, spoiler alert. Batman is insane. He's a psychopath. Like, honestly, Batman is a fucking retard psychologically. And that's the one thing Snyder got right. The whole Martha scene, when like, oh, I'm about to kill Superman. And he, say, he says Martha, and he's like, oh, I lose my shit. Right? You've seen it. And then it's like, well, that actually makes sense because Batman is literally insane all right batman is not the hero that that you think he is and that all goes back to grant morrison and grant morrison's like work on him over the past 20 years but the reality is what snyder did with batman v superman makes most sense of anything that's ever been done on on cinema with with the batman character he actually puts batman forward to in the real way yes he's insane he's an idiot he's dumb as fuck he's not the god you think he is superman is Cowell is, and that's why BVS is actually amazing. The only thing wrong with BVS, Batman vs Superman, is the fact that Zack Snyder did not decide to make Doomsday look like fucking Doomsday. Why couldn't he just have him look like Doomsday? Christ, I'm done. I mean, Doomsday, Doomsday, really just looks like some like random like buff like worker got covered in concrete, and then someone just broke a bunch of ice cream cones on him. He looks like the fucking retarded troll nephew of the fucking cave troll from fucking Lord of the Rings. All right. Literally, he doesn't look cool at all. And that's the only problem with Batman versus Superman. Otherwise, quite frankly, yeah, shout out. I think that Jesse Eisenberg's Luther was incredible. I think that, quite frankly, Batfleck, Ben Affleck, actually did a good job as an old and stupid Batman. Just- but they ruined it in Justice League. But in Batman vs Superman, amazing. All right, yeah, I know we weren't talking about this, but that's what we're talking about now. Apparently, so that's fine. That's what I said. I I want to throw I I want to throw, uh, throw out that they, we've got the uh, the I was gonna we should call we should have something to do with the the philosophical sex positions. We've got the 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 Schopenhauer Power Hour. We've got the Francis Bacon <laughs> sensation. The Descartes Pop Tart. The, the Nietzsche nut. Right? Well, yeah. yeah, that works I love actually. It. I love it. We're good, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. funny. And like the, 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 so you know, we could. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna let. I'm not gonna let us out of having christening in the title. Like, it's gonna happen. But oh fuck! I had a blank on uh, on philosophers. Nope, I'm back. Uh, I mean, I feel like I feel like Karl Popper. You don't even need to change. And here's where we took the intermission or 40 minute break and came back and uh, he was uh, considerably uh, harder to talk to and, and a, a 
quite quite a bit more inebriated, but uh, you know, oh well, <laughs> such is life, and uh, an experiment in dynamics and interaction. But nevertheless, there's still some good stuff in there scattered about. So here we go. Hello, sir. C.R. Safer here. Really glad to be with you all. We have a lot to talk about. Now, one thing I wanted to actually, uh, while we were while we were on all this conversation of politics, is I was going to ask you, what degree do you think we need to maintain freedom of speech, and you know where are the lines on that? What what do you think we need to do as far as do we completely maintain it? Like, how much do you edit out? Like, what what point do do you have to? Because there's so much misinformation. The reason I bring that up, there's so much misinformation for every you know legitimate article I see. People are passing around probably four to five ones that aren't backed by anything. Like, what is the solution to the the current mayhem? Well, I'm really glad you asked. And that's a fantastic question. Uh, Let me go ahead and say that uh, fundamentally it all comes down to education. You know, it comes down to how we teach the next generation. What we decide are the necessary values to instill in the future. And we do that through education. I mean, look, it's not it's not. A kind of thing that a lot of people are cool with because it's not easy and it's not simple but that's what we're doing i think i think what we need quite frankly we need to go ahead and we need to teach logic basic logic before we teach anybody algebra i mean algebra is just a system is based on fundamental logical principles this is what philosophy has taught us throughout the years. And that's what we have to like, kind of get back to. We have to get back to the brass tacks, you know, ontological mathematics. I think that, you know, especially in it may be as early as, as elementary school, but definitely middle school have a class on the Socratic method there, you know, where, where, where people are constantly in a state of engaging in questions with each other. Um, instead of being told what to think, give people a chance to kind of explore, you know, what happens when the, you know, you're met with another question and, you know, there, there was a, you know, just a, it was like, I think it was at the beginning of like philosophical investigations by Wittgenstein. It was something as simple as like, you know, if I, you know, if I ask you what a table is, you know, what would you say? And, you know, most people would be like, I don't know, like a, a flat surface with four legs. I'm like, oh, my dog's back is a flat surface and he's got four legs. Is my dog a table? Uh, yeah. Okay. So are you saying a table is in form or in function? And you're like, oh, well, I get. And then people go, you know, just, just like three questions into the argument. People are like, fuck, wait a minute. Is it, I mean, you know, is it have to be organic or, or does it have to be in or, or does it have to be inorganic or can it be organic? And, you know, it's like, how much do we know things and how much have we just been like teacher points at a picture, says a sound, you repeat a sound, but we don't really know what a lot of things are. And that was sort of Wittgenstein's whole argument. And so, you know, I feel like people are are having these big wars, like where people actually even getting violent 
and stuff. And, and I don't feel like people have even, as you said, people aren't educated enough to even know what they're fucking talking about. And what, what I think you're, what, what you're seeing now is that you're seeing people that are, even people who get educated are, are so sucked into this confirmation bias that they, they use it to, you know, beat people down with it instead of rising people up. They're like, oh, cool. I got my buddy who just did two years in law to, he's going to completely shut you up instead of being like, hey. Let's find solutions. No, let's just prove or let's just prove my homies are right, you know. Yeah. I hear you. Uh let me go. Let, let, I'm about to do a remix because like you're about this. to lay that track, son. Like that. So let me lay it down like this. Most folk don't think outside of bread and butter. That's okay. That's what they do. <laughs> All right. So I really think that the first point, we need to understand that there is a real difference. There's a real distance between the people that know shit and the people that don't know shit. All right. And when I say no shit, I don't, I don't mean like, you know, how to connect with your daughter or how to, connect with your friend you you lost contact with years ago what i'm talking about is very basic the human condition is still fundamentally tied to uh well, an american culture it is. point of view all right there's a, there, they, hey, there's a lot of enlightened cultures that don't even have uh, I words. They, 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 they don't have their languages based off of the concept of we. So, you, you, I mean, maybe you could, I guess that could be a first world country statement. It's important to make these distinctions. I'm not disagreeing. However, we're all humans, regardless of where we live and regardless of whatever geopolitical slash economic situation we might find ourselves in. So what we find what we really find when we look at the look at it from the brass tacks is that humanity isn't one and the same. Alright? Now this is something that most people don't want to talk about, specifically in the West. Most people in the West are comfortable thinking that they're so smart and so great and they know everything. Alright? But yeah and then you go and you look around, you go to Africa, you go to India, you go to parts of rural China, you go to South America, you go to Peru, you go to Chile, you go to, uh, you go to the Pampas of Argentina. And what you find is you find people that actually live a life quite above and beyond the uh, so-called <laughs> smart the capitalist version thing. of the world. Right? You know what I'm saying? So, what you have is you have a world where fundamentally you have multiple bifurcations regarding the outlook on what it means to be real and what it means to be true. All right. Now, in the West, we're taught not to respect that because we're taught to only understand one particular point of view. However, when you actually do the math and do the research and do the fucking, just couldn't you go there? I'll tell you, let me let me make it let me make it very clear to you. I uh, 
a number of years ago, I went to Ar- I went to uh, Peru. I went with my bicycle and pu- four paneers. Ortly paneers that were German made. They were fantastic. But I had everything I had. Uh, everything. There was a certain part of my life when I was in in Ecuador, where I had everything that I had or could claim to own on my bike. Here's what's amazing. There was one time when I was going through this small city. It wasn't even a city. It wasn't even a town. It wasn't even a village. Hell, I don't know what it was. It was just like a random conjunction of at least, I guess, 20 families. But I, I rode by there. And I saw these children, six and five years old, respectively, I have to imagine. And they were playing with dirt. Okay? They were playing with dirt, man. They were playing with dirt like most people, like most Americans or most Western people would play with video games or whatever the fuck. But they were playing with fucking dirt outside outside their fucking house. And it was that point I knew there's only one thing that truly matters in this world. And it's not mercantile capitalist. It's not about what you can buy or can't buy. It's what you do with what you've got. Because that's what the human spirit is all about. All right. And yet, sadly, in the United States, we have made a religion of it, haven't we? We've made a religion of objects, of buying objects. Yes, we have. And we and I didn't see that in those kids in this tiny little village. In Ecuador, did I? No. What I saw was humanity, humanity, which affects us all and which we are all a part of. What I saw was humanity doing the best it could with whatever it had. And it meant something to me. Okay, what am I trying to say? Fundamentally, what I'm trying to say is that it doesn't take a goddamn Nintendo Switch system. It doesn't take a goddamn bank account. It doesn't take a goddamn sense of certainty with who and what you are to make a point in the world. All you have to do to have fun in this world is sit around and play with dirt. And that's it, man. And so until the majority of other people that are in the so-called Western world understand what those people in the non-Western world understand, we're, we're always going to be at war, man. We're always going to be at war. Well. And it's a bullshit war because it's a war between well, I mean, ourselves. You, 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 you've, I mean, that's, that's sort of the, the struggle in general. It's like, you know, it, it is ultimately the mastery of self. The, what I was going to, I was going to say uh, sort of a, a bit back there concerning the, what you okay elon musk was talking about you know because you know joe rogan was like you know hey when are we going to be you know linking up with ai technology and it's like he's like he's he's no i don't i don't know we kind of already are like you you uh i will will listen to that man because he is uh he has done a lot of interesting interesting things but you know we already are part AI like we, we basically walk around with a little device that that we don't leave anywhere it's it's sort of integrated into our system we are part technology now and the 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 sort of like 
I think the thing is, it's like you look at certain people that still have their humanity in these uh, some of these villages where I, I don't remember what village it was, or but they, they you know, they were going to offer the kids uh, a prize if they got to the to the fruit first. And they all just casually walked over and they all did it together. It's like we don't have like a word for I and they end up sharing it, you know, the. The, the, you know, the, the, you're right, you know, something you said, I think it was like six minutes ago, but there was a, uh, in our culture, the success is determined by, you know, what you personally are able to accomplish. And we think that, you know, by being able to buy more stuff is, you know, accomplishment, but, but there, one of my favorite stories is there's this guy who's really good at fishing. He, his family lives in this little hut by the, by the water and every day he goes out and fishes. And this one businessman sees him one day and he's like, hey, you're really good at that. It's like, you know, I, I could get you a boat set up and then you could go and catch a ton of fish. And and he's like, right. And then what would I do? He's like, well, you know, then you upgrade your company. And before you know, it, we'd probably be able to get multiple boats. And he's like, right. And and it's like we get your whole company started. And, and he's like, OK. And it's like, yeah. And then eventually you could come and retire and do what I'm doing right now where I catch my own fish with my family. It's like, you know there's this the whole thing is it's like you know the man who who where he's at he sees you know this beautiful thing across the mountains and it's like the sun is shining on this this lovely peak and so he takes all day to go over there he crosses and he ends up on that peak and by the time he gets there he looks back and all of a sudden it's like oh shit where i was looked beautiful it's like every you know always looking outward for the answer as opposed to you know seeking within and you know that that's that's absolutely uh we you know we're losing our soul like we're we're literally sort of losing our soul because we're becoming more machine or more technology oriented but it's like what 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 defines humanity now like without giving the cliche without giving the cliche speech exactly thank you that's oh, we're about the, that's caring the only and like, are we or is that the thing we say to, to to you know to say like oh no no i'm still in the game coach i mean are you though like have we have we like what 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 are we as humans anymore and, and what seriously what defines us like what um if you look at if you look at a number of different science fiction writers and if you look in a number of futurists and if you look at some of the philosophers that actually bothered to think about this uh there's a british one who came up with the um singularity or i'm sorry simulation theory of reality what you actually get the bottom line is the majority of folks are just there to do the work necessary to create the next generation of privileged folks all right, this is actually one of the greatest things that Dennis V. I'm sorry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher it. Uh, Blade Runner 2049, uh, Dennis V. Uh, now, people give a lot of fucking, I, I, I butchered it. V. 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 I don't know. Anyway, the point is, the, the argument that um, uh, Jared Leto's character made in that movie is fantastically correct. And human, and basically with that, and I'll, I'll paraphrase it for you. What he said was that the only way societies survive and thrive is through slavery. Okay. And what we have to understand, A, is that you can define slavery in many different ways. 
wage slaves or slaves all the same. And um, now in the movie, you know, he made uh, replicants that uh, were slaves right, to, to, to keep making humans lives better. So before that ever tech that before that tech ever exists when it doesn't yeah. exist now and it was in 20 30 years quite clearly uh the point of the point of fact is what we're really dealing with is not an economic argument or a political argument we're talking about a, an ethical argument okay because the only way can the only way societies ever get past themselves is through slave labor oh and hey don't get me wrong here Look, even when Salon, you know, uh, Plato's grandfather was around, you know, they were they had slaves in uh, Athens, classical Athens. In, in fact, uh, do the history, do the math, do do the fucking research. When you look at what ancient Greek was, ancient Greece was, which, again, it, in our, at least our current civilization, we believe that ancient Greece was our, our our starting point. You know, that was the point when the the sperm hit the egg. Right. Well, there were slaves. And there have always been slaves. And so, well, how do you ethically marry that up, right? And like most people, and again, specifically in the managerial class, the professional classes, they don't care, you know, the so-called limousine liberals, right? They don't care that, in fact, the only reason they have a good life like they do is because other people don't. And that's the reality. And so what we have to do is we, this is the one question. We have to decide whether or not we're going to be ethical people or whether or not we're going to be efficient people. And that's the difference. And yes, to be an efficient people, well, that includes slavery to some degree. Look, we have slavery. All We have slavery all over the world right now. I'm sorry. Do you like fresh fruit? Do you like fresh veggies? Guess what? Mexicans pits, pit, pick those that fruit and those veggies. All right? And so, uh, and so it's like, that's it. And, and it, that's the question. To what degree do we allow or to, to some degree accept slavery? Because it's always been the case. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not making a value. Well, here, the, the, but I'm just talking truth and a truth that very few people want to hear. Specifically, well, the type of people that benefit from the, slavery, the, but don't ever want to admit you know, that it's slavery. The thing is, and it's like uh, you know the the definition of slave anyway is sometimes you know people think it's somebody forced, but a slave is one that you know can be completely subservient to a dominating influence, but still have a choice. But like you can be a you know a chosen slave, like the only choice that our current culture gives that's you is the choice to start. Like they're, 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 that's it, not a it, choice at all. All right. No, 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 no. Like, like there, yes, there's, it is. It, you, yes, you it can, is. Oh, it is. There's, so there's it the is. entrepreneur. You know, look at the the underground. Like so many people, like they hustle something. Look at the underground. I'm sorry. What I'm saying I don't is have like, to you know, you look at, at you look I at a, there. you know, any any form of like gang. You look at people that have like an Etsy. You look people who, you know, they go ahead and they they go ahead and play. Uh, you know, go ahead and just oh, play and music on the right. corner and make money, mm-hmm. money. Literally, just play music and people give them money for that. Like they're they're what it is. This have you have you ever have you ever? I'm sorry, um, Dan. Have you ever? No, no. To I'm, I was talking about this country. Right, there? I have. Right, but I thought you, you. I have. Yeah, but your statement while you were I referring have. to America. I've seen these kind and of so people. I was, I was only talking about America. 
I, are you talking? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's weird that you're so racist that you think when I say oh, America, because we... you only think I mean North America or United States up. Turns out that when it comes to America, spoiler alert, America is both North, Central, and South America. Well, yeah, that's but that, what's that's, amazing that, that's... about the Western Hemisphere. It's you're, all America, You're not, but bro. that's semantics. And I, you know, yeah, I'm not wrong, though. I'm not wrong. Well, no, but the way the way we're talking about was definitely there like it had an American there, vibe, and then all of a sudden you were, you you yeah you switched on me. I thought you know I thought we're okay. I well, did. I, I did. Specifically referring to, to the USA the argument that we're all American. Well, I don't give a shit about fucking what a bunch of fucking dumbass fucking white people in America in in the no, North I'm, America I'm, or United States think. I'm talking about what every other American thinks. Because, by the way, again, the, that's what's unique about the Western Hemisphere. All right. Have you ever thought about a hemisphere hemispherically? Have you ever thought about the geopolitics of the hemispheres? Well, it turns out there's um, the Western Hemisphere is all America. And it turns out that the Eastern Hemisphere is not all united. But that's what's unique about our. Well, I mean, my point was saying that, like, saying. and then the people I was referring to are mostly black and Latin. Like I, uh, you know, that I wouldn't. They're most of the people in that group aren't even white. Like it's finding alternate ways to, to to make money, and the problem is in this country you, you... see me 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 me. me, me, me. I no, but let, let me let me let me finish my point though real quick. Is it like yeah. there are tons of talking. ways to make money in this country, but. The problem is, the the problem the problem is what oh, the, you the way the people who run the thing want you to, you know, they're like, oh, you got to go to college. Actually, that's not even it's not even necessarily a good idea half the time. You know, most of my 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 friend my friend literally didn't go to college For the at most all. Part, he not, went from working no, at right. Zaxby's to doing a five week HVAC program, and now you know now makes like thirty something dollars an hour. You know. And why my friend, you know, a lot of my friends with degrees are just making like eight dollars an hour. And when it comes from well, alternate, you know, alternate Where's things, that money it's not just from? the getting the profession that's oversaturated. The problem is, it's like we we're we're encouraged to follow this particular plan. Well, I mean that that's a whole different Money's argument in general, Money's but like the what I'm. Well, no, no, but I'm so, uh, what I'm saying is, the, like, there, the there only are plenty of sources to of, of alternate kind of job incomes that you can do, and what we need to do, what we do, what we do is we strip people of their individuality by making a mass curriculum that that stresses a bunch of shit that you really don't need to know, and stri- you know, standardized testing that requires individuality to be repressed in order to, you know, hit this this particular. I'm sympathetic to your argument. However, I disagree. I think every mind that's capable of understanding these things should know these things. I I think, quite frankly, that the only way that we as a species can survive is by having the majority of our species, a critical mass of those species, our species, understanding the things that you and I already take for granted. By the way, I know you're an incredibly intelligent man, and I think you kind of think I am too. And so why should it just be our purview, our 
tiny little monarchy, right? That understands these things, right? I think everybody that can understand it should. And then, but only by doing so do we break the fucking shackle of the most inordinate and unethical lies. Well, yeah, then, but, but like as far as and like, move it forward. you know, right. temporary solutions for now, there, you know, there's a lot, you know, my friend, uh, Mary was talking about this. She's like, shit, if I had known that some of these like alternate programs had been there instead of just, you know, having to go to college, I probably would have chosen a different path. It's like, I spent all this time, you know, getting, you know, my high grades so I could get to a good college only to realize it's like, I didn't need to be doing that. And I'm like, you know, I mean, yeah. And I'm like, it took me, you know, ending up in, in weird situations to get out of that system and then you know now i do mostly stock market stuff so you know i what i realized though is that anything you want to learn you can learn you can go youtube it's somebody's made a damn video about it it's it's you know what we need to do is start getting that drive back to kind of like well fuck okay this is the way it is what's something people need uh I respect your energy, but let's be honest. Not every person on the planet has the access to YouTube to learn the fucking. I mean, I ins my, and outs my, of the fucking my, uh, uh, market. My stepmom is you know half that. Chinese, half Filipino. Didn't even speak English. Uh, made it to the United States because my my you know my bio dad married her. Even not not even not even speaking English, she she uh, had to go. She went to go to college. Failed some of the classes because she couldn't understand what they were saying, but ended up getting her master's degree and now runs her own company without even speaking good English and runs her own cleaning maid business. And that's great. And that's great. And for and for every example that you could offer me about people that otherwise were or were not typical Northern Americans, the reality is I could offer you a thousand times more counterexamples of how these people fell apart. So what we actually have to talk about is the reality of the system in play. Okay. So what I'm saying and all I'm saying is we need as a humanity to really get our heads out of our asses and stop thinking that it's okay to let literally one or 5% of the total people live like Kings well, well I, I, I'm not, I mean, that's, 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 a, my that's a very that's broad thing. And I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that. And what, uh, nothing I said actually, uh, is an objection to any of it, anything you said. Dan, Dan, the reason we're so part of this podcast together is because I know you're on my side ethically. And I'm sorry if it felt like I was throwing you under the bus. I'm not trying to do that. What I am trying to do is create a rubric, a, a, a conversation where more and more people can understand how to be better. Because let's, let's, let's face the facts. Let's face the facts. If some motherfucker, right, has X billion dollars and then, and then a billion other people have negative dollars, then the reason why their lives are shitty is because that guy's life is so good. Okay. That's fucking logic, dude. Like that's 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 you know that's it. And so what I want to do, and my literally the only thing I want to do, is create a world where the majority of people can have a good time, or at least um, when I say good time, I just mean have a decent time. 
just have the same kinds of uh, expectations at the restroom. Because you know what I hate, man? <laughs> you know what I hate? That they're what? That they're what? Yeah, where'd you go? I didn't. I'm sorry, the call came through. I uh, I, I turned it off. Look, Dan, you gotta know. Oh. You gotta know, Dan. I respect you so much. I understand, dude. I love you. You're you're fucking incredible, and I am in no way, shape, or form slagging you off. But all I'm saying is, I think that right now is the time for an ethical, a truly ethical argument against the vagaries and the bullshittery of free market capitalism. I don't think it works. Well, I mean, that's, where, that's where I'm coming from. That's one man's opinion. Hey, oh, no, 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 hashtag no, no, no. OMO. Go on YouTube. Hashtag the, OMO. I have videos. No every, oh, no, no. Every, every, everything's, about, everything's about balance and synthesis, which is why uh, being, you know, socialism doesn't work. Full-blood capitalism doesn't work. No, what I'm saying is, like, what I was, my whole point earlier is that all the people I'm talking about are of, of, they're non-white. I'm talking about my Iranian friends, my black friends, my Latin friends that that do that have found a and way again, to make full disclosure. More- podcast. Uh, both me and Dan are like highly educated white guys. By the way, just saying, right? Is that mostly white? I'm part Latin, I guess. I'm like oh, a little bit Panamanian. Right. And- Whatever. I'm Polish. That doesn't mean anything to anybody anymore, but it used to about a generation ago. Whatever. Yeah. No, Dan. I'm not signing you off. I'm I not now, damn off. It. I'm just saying. Let's 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 put our uh, butter on the bread, right? Well, no, no, I'm, but, but like, but you, you, one thing you said was that it's like you know, so people don't have a, a a chance, and I'm like, I, I've, I've literally just with that argument, and then I've had like my friends who are minorities, and like, actually, dude, like, I'm doing pretty, I'm doing pretty damn well, <laughs> you know. I did. He's like, I did just my 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 the way I was doing stuff because if you play by the the particular system, it's it's set up to to fuck people over. But what we were talking about Bacana, earlier, though, like there, Bacuna. Read Bacuna. there's a there's a, a hierarchy. There's always been a hierarchy. Well, why like, don't if we you want to keep accepting you know, it, though? Why don't we why don't we fight against a hierarchy? That's all I'm asking. Because because the thing is, like, again, like when, you know, what 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 do you possibly the problem with communism is it works for a short period of time. Well, I, hell, when no, every, I'm not arguing communism. <laughs> No, no, no. What I'm saying is like the reason why communism works for a short period of time, same thing with capitalism is the same going back to the whole, you know, weak societies build strong men, strong men, because the the, the contrast only lasts for as long as the lesson lasts. So Dan, and when the next as, generation Dan, is, you know, as well as I do, that the United States of America isn't a capitalist, quote unquote, system. It's fundamentally, no, it's not. It's fundamentally a melange of capitalism, socialism, and communism. I'm sorry. Uh, do you know anyone that's ever been in the military? Have you ever talked to them? Have you ever t- have you ever understood how like they get everything they need by the government? That's that's what we call socialism, by the way. So like literally, even in America, in the United States of, we have a socialist system. Okay. Or well, Medicare. I mean, our federal government only has has three rules. One of them is providing a military. Other than no, that, that's actually interesting. Uh, have you read the Constitution? And actually, it's hysterical to know it, in the Constitution, it never says there should be a standing army. Yeah, fact. Go ahead and re- reread it. There's no, there's no part of the Constitution that says United States of America shall have a standing military. By the way, never happens. 
That's something that came after. Okay. And so, and that, and that is socialism. The military is socialism. That's all I'm saying, man. It's bullshit. Like it, the government, and again, that's what we're getting at because power only respects power and power's only edict is to maintain power. And how does it do it? Well, we've seen different ways, haven't we? But the fact is, the fact is, there's no goddamn moment in the Constitution that says, yes, the United States of America should have a standing military. Uh, to say nothing of a Navy and or an Air Force, Jesus Christ, are you kidding me? <laughs> that's that's all came later, bro. And and it all came after we understood that the only way to like fundamentally affect the economic growth of the country was through governmental oversight. Yep. Yep. So even the United States of America is fundamentally a socialist fucking experiment. And that but and, it's, yeah, I, it's not it's not it's not like it, it's not completely though. It's like it, it's it's pockets of everything though because for every, you know, literally like I'm just going I'm going around and like some of the most successful people that I, I know, know a guy are all, I know a guy that was in the military for uh, 12 years. He never fought anywhere. But he was in the military. You know, he fucking spent his time in a fucking office. And yet he has a military tag on his car and he can like park wherever he wants in, in, in the uh, handicapped spot. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he, and he, and he brags about it. And he's like, yep, I never fucking like put myself in Afghanistan. I never fought a war, but here I'm going to fucking go park right here. Right up front. Yeah, dude. Seriously. Come on. Well, we have to do better. So- we have to do better. Well, well, I mean, there's always have to do better, but it's, it's, what's interesting is that like, we, I feel like we come from, I come from, I guess I'm coming from the glasses half full perspective. You're coming from the glasses half empty. The, you know, no, I'm coming from the fact that there is no glass. That's my point, man. No, there's definitely there a glass. No People gl- are drinking the fuck no. out of some glass. Sometimes it's filled with. Have you ever seen the matrix? Two, two, is there a spoon? Do you have to? Come sometimes, on. Sometimes, there sometimes it, there's no spoon. Yeah, there's definitely there is spoon. no spoon. There's definitely a spoon. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I'm having a good time though. This is awesome. There, uh, but no, there is no spoon. The, the, but no, but no, there's definitely two girls and they have a cup, man. And uh, and that cu- that cup is full of piss, but it's it's God, they, that cup exists. Look, man, I don't drink cups of piss. I drink cups of cum, and I will drink your cum, and I will drink any other man's cum that wants to go there. Here's a, is this mayonnaise or semen? Still I'm talking semen. about fucking cum. Because that's what that's where C.R. Saper's at. Because C.R. Saper is a genius literate who is actually writing the best literature of his generation, and he has no problem talking to my best friend Dan here about all kinds of cultural issues. All right, listen. It, the the I will I will the thing is like I have a my there there are so many instances where to utilize capitalism, but you have to utilize it in a way that isn't what's taught in school. Yeah. The problem is what's taught in school is not, but to say it doesn't exist, that, are ta- that does exist. There's a way for you to functionally use it. The problem is it's not, the way to functionally use it is not what you're going to be taught in school. So what you have to do is do your own research. It's like the, you know, uh, one of my how many people do that? I mean, that comes down to like how many people, everybody's got a smartphone. I even know the brokest people I know have smartphones. Like, the only yeah, part there, of that there's thing is people. You know the fact of the matter that most people only use their fucking smartphones 
to fucking slag off their ex-girlfriends and look at porn. That's what people Right. Do. Now, so, so you just, you just, you, what you just said shows. So, I mean, that's then whose fault is that all but their own if they're not utilizing the human it's like, condition? That's what novelist, by the way. I'm Sarah. Hey, everybody on the podcast, really great you're here. My name is Sierra Saper. I'm a classically trained philosopher and a novelist, and I love writing about stories about everybody. And that's why I'm slagging this buddy off here. I love him. He's fantastic. Seriously, talk to Dan. Look him up on the internet. He's great. But he's wrong here. That's okay. Damn. I'm uh, not wrong here. <laughs> I, uh, I, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I, I also have I also have degrees. I I make I uh, make my money in stock trading and in, in, uh, in teaching martial arts. Uh, one of those one of those I two things is actually relevant. I'll I'll let I'll let uh, the audience guess which one is. It's, it's martial arts. But no, I have I have you friends that my ass, dude. I understand that one hundred percent. No, but but the thing is, you're wrong because I'm literally I'm literally can yeah, bring I can literally walk wrong. tons of minorities up to your doorstep, um, and and be like, yo, you're actually wrong here. Totally use capitalist, uh, totally use capitalism to kick ass. So okay, l- let's look at the end run of capitalism, right? Okay, let's go ahead and like let, let's sit around. Let's let's put all the emotion and all the rest aside, and let's just think about it. What is what is capitalism's end game? Okay. So capitalism's endgame states that only people with power have power and only people that want to have it keep having it. And at the end of the day, we can we we manufacture consent. Okay. Manufactured consent is the problem with capitalism. Now, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, and it's a fact. And that's what happens. I'm sorry. Uh, uh by the way. Um, would you like to go get a McRib at McDonald's every every day of the year? Yeah, well, you can't do that. Guess why? Well, you know, because they choose not to. Okay, they choose. Not to. Wait, wait, what? Why? Why do we not need a McRib? Well, I'm not saying you would. I'm not saying you would. But there are people out there that would love a McRib every day of the year. But you guess what? You don't get a McRib every year because capitalism and McDonald's capitalism says you can't have a McRib every day of the year. They say you can only have. You can it. totally get a McRib every day of the you year. Can't, I, you can't have a McRib every day. They don't, they no, no. If you it. got a, if you got a buddy on the inside, you can totally get mm. get. A yeah, you really can't because um, the type pig they, 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 they slaughter and ma- mass manufacture. They it happens two times a year. Okay, okay. So and so it's like I I want you to know that that Walmart sells a version that that literally is like a bigger version of the McRib, and they sell it all year. Yeah, well, I tell you what, another thing you might not have known about, I worked at Walmart for over a year i was a cat two supervisor and i was responsible for unloading fucking goddamn trucks and i'll tell you one i thing. know i saw you i'll tell you one thing you don't get mcribs every year uh, all the time every year you only get mcribs once or two times every year all right that's and that's that's capitalism ladies and gentlemen oh i'm sorry what um was that your decision was that was that you deciding that you could only have a mcrib twice a year no no, you know, but no, capitalism, no, capitalism is also no, it isn't. that's the fucking business model because you know why? No, 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 but it's, but you, it's you that know, controlled it's, economy, just like the fucking Soviets used to have. Okay, it's you're fucking fine. wrong here. Because you're, listen, you're wrong because like not, if, if I that am were, not if that wrong. Were, no, no, listen to me. Listen to me. Let me fucking finish this. If if the um if McDonald's McDonald's is the first one that did the turnkey revolution of making the mass produced burgers. But Burger King exists. Wendy's exists. 
if you want, if, if somebody, you know, someone could go out and be like, hey, where do these, you know, things come from? And somebody Cloning else a business uh, model is not a counter argument for a, a de- denying the fact that certain times and effects, you have to utilize what they call, what, te- what we technically call uh, pre-scarcity or manufactured scarcity. Yes, which is but my exactly point is what the fucking can, McRib is. No, you know. My point, my point, my point is somewhat you can go and get the recipe for how to make a McRib and you can Yeah, go I tried to do that with company. a fucking chili cheese burrito from Taco Bell. Guess what? My chili cheese burrito suck. But when I well, that's, that's, that's not my fault. You you're, fucking, you're that's you're not going. my fault you, you suck at making so. chili cheese burritos. Your your inadequacy shouldn't affect what shouldn't affect my potential. My inadequacy is never affected. Your inadequacies to make a good burrito My should not inadequacy has never affected your potential. Furthermore. You're right, because I make fucking good burritos. <laughs> I'm not sagging you off, bro. You're my buddy. You're my brother. I'm not sagging you off, but I am telling you that your analysis of capitalism is wrong. And no, but so is yours. Like you're saying, what, what I'm saying is that you, if somebody wants to know, like you can Google. In fact, I'm actually I'm going to do this. I'm like yeah, Google. Google so burrito. Trust me, I did it ten, five years ago. Don't even get me started. I make my own McRib. Yeah, you're, okay. If you're going to make your own McRib, you're going to have to have your own fucking pig fry. Anyway, uh, point of fact is, ladies and gentlemen. And when it comes down to the brass sacks of it, capitalism, as it is perceived in modern America, is just as much of a shell game as the quote-unquote uh, directed capitalism of the Russians. Okay, 16 ounces of uncooked pork spare ribs, 3 tablespoons of water, 1 tablespoon of granulated sugar, 3-4 teaspoons of salt. There you go. That's all I'll tell you. There's a, do this. Combine now, the pork what you water really want sugar. to do. What you really you can, want I can make to do rib right here. is you want to I devise can... a culture that is beyond such bullshit. Okay. Well, right, but what you, the whole time this the past twenty minutes, That's, the whole argument no. is this can't be done, and I'm sitting there thinking like. Is is the whole thing you're is so everybody's gorgeous. spending so you're much so time? You're so gorgeous. You're so beautiful. No, no, no. But let me let me finish because no, I got a good I've point here. I just that. proved you wrong with the McRib because I just drew up the recipe. I can go make this right. I can go to the store and get the parts yeah, to make this but right you now. Literally didn't prove me wrong because, um, I'm sorry. Go to McDonald's like right now. Can you get a McRib? No, you can't. They're not selling right now. They only sell it two times a year. So again, what we're talking about in, in modern capitalism is that we Let, create we create my point first? in Can modern capitalism we create false we create false variances. We create false area we create areas where you can't get a product that we could clearly create whenever we wanted. And we do so because we choose to. All right, that's not capitalism, right? Because that's market driven effects. That's not but it's, that it's is not though, what like, the people want. The people want McRib 24-7. But McDonald's doesn't give fault. it to it's them. It's not my fault everybody's fucking lazy. Like, I, I Capitalism is bullshit. It's as stupid I, Laziness as, is bullshit, though. Every example that I brought up oh that you, you, you tried to counter. I would ever I, argue that point. I write I, fucking I, I novels. I, who, who, who asked me to write my novels? No one. I did. All right? Come on. Look, dude. No, no, but your argument. But the thing is, your 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 a novel is not a McRib, and <laughs> anyone. That is the hel- most hilarious thing I've heard all day. You're right. A novel is not a McRib. No, but but like someone, someone guess what? Good job. Thank you. No, 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 no. But like, okay, watch this. Dan, I love you all so right. much. No, no, no. But Dan, you have to understand. Like for our 
for our podcast to work, you and I have to actually fight. You know, you get that, right? Okay. Well, I, I, I just uh, the, but the thing is, like everything that you've said, I'm like I have a counter argument. Dude, too. I'm not talking you off. You're still an amazing. You're still an amazing person. You're very intelligent. You're one of the most intelligent person I've ever met. Don't get me wrong. All I'm saying, you don't is, have to say that every time because then it sounds like you're patronizing. But the, yeah, um, kind of, but you can, um, <laughs> if you have to understand what I'm saying. I know I do understand what you're saying, but it's you, manufacturer consent, bro. It's manufacturer consent, and that's not true freedom. That's not, and there goes not true choice. So okay, whatever. But, but like everything that everyone tells me, I can't do something. You know what I do? I just Google it. And I'm like, hey, I figured out how to do it. What's up? That's why I do chili cheese burrito, which is my favorite fucking fast food item of all time. And you know what? Yeah, I've tried to make chili cheese burritos on my own. Then it worked. That's because you're. That's because you. You're sorry, you stuck at making burritos, bro. <laughs> But uh, Dan, you know, Dan, I'm gonna offer I'm gonna offer you an opportunity to retract that because I think you know that I don't suck at making burritos. I'm just going with what you said. You said that mine aren't good. I'm Dan, simply, I'm, not... I'm just gonna really ask you really kindly to retract that. I don't think you meant that I suck at making burritos. I actually you didn't. said with your own words, sir, that you are not good at making your burritos. I am not saying I am. You're so good. This am... is good. Are we? Are, is this a recording? Are we? We're recording this, right? Yeah, this is definitely not. It's just... cool. Awesome. This is good. I, yeah, we'll fix it in post. I guess if there is, is there such a thing as post production in this fucking anchor thing? I don't know. Doesn't oh matter. no, I can. You know, you can. You, uh, we can edit it, but nah, I don't think we want to do it. There I don't know if I want to either. The, Honestly, um... this is really fucking insane. Like we're really like we're fucking pissing each other off. Over fucking a McRib and a chili cheese burrito from fucking Taco Bell or McDonald's. Now, what does I, that tell I, us about a modern American society? Why don't well, we step back? Why don't we step back? Why don't we step back? Everything you've said, it's like, we can't do this. I'm like, I just found out how to make a McRib, a burrito, and how to write a novel. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to literally ask you to shut the fuck up on the last point. Because I know how to write a novel, and I have written novels. And maybe you haven't read The Bridge on the Water, and that's too bad. You should. But I am the greatest literate of my generation, and I am. Uh, I, re- I, I just, I just, I really, I just, yeah. Please don't. What was it? What? Please, please don't make me um, keep talking about it. Hey, you haven't read it. If you'd like, I'll send you a PDF. I will send you my fucking novel. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Fuck it. Send me your novel. Yeah. Hello. Send me your email so I know where to send it to. Right now, right now, all I have is your fucking uh, what this anchor thing is. Hey, hey, I love it. This is great because like us fighting actually kind of like makes this whole podcast uh, paradigmatic a lot more interesting, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. The the it's it's. <laughs> It's because it, it's funny because it's like the the whole thing it's based off of is like the we started off like agreeing and then like <laughs> you made a comment I'm like that's not true though <laughs> and you're like that's not true and now here we are yeah you should read my book man my book is amazing like well, I then you said I'm the greatest novelist of my generation uh, spoiler alert and uh, people don't understand that yet because they haven't read it and that's fine but they will so. <laughs> If, 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 uh, 
<laughs> if a tortured writer writes a writes a novel and no one mm-hmm. reads it, did it did it actually exist? Well, a lot of people have read it already, so it's like I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, but I get. I want to hear their blurbs. Give me give me your give me your Amazon review. My Amazon review. Hey, I'm Amazon. Uh, we don't actually review good books, so I don't know what's happening here. But everyone loves this shit, so it's, apparently it's like always top shelf, five stars, five stars. Have you ever have you ever seen? Hey, hey, Dan, have you ever seen the uh, Common Central show review with Forrest Whitaker? The review of Forrest Whitaker. No, review with Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker's the guy that has like Dayquil in the right eye and like Nyquil on the left eye, right? Uh, uh, maybe. Dan, I'll never be able to fucking whip your ass at martial arts, but let me make it very clear to you. You'll never be able to whip my ass at literature. I have written. Oh, well, what degree of literature? Yeah, you don't, don't challenge me to something. I'm going to, I'm going to go and try to. All right. And what do we define as, uh, as success in literature? Really good question. How, because how is, who knows how to do it? Because if we, you know, if uh, going back to our earlier conversation on Twilight, that shit sold millions of books, but it's absolute trash writing. Yeah, no one's gonna fucking read my fucking book. But my book is the best book that's been written in the past twenty years. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You asked me a question. I'm gonna try to answer it. Come on. Oh fuck! God damn it. Dan, Dan, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold with me. Well, what really? If anybody wants the recipe to the McRib, I've got it. Yeah, if anyone's got the recipe for the McRib, oh, really? Come on, glory. That's my password. Oh, okay, Dan, hold on. I've been I've been holding I've been beat bopping I've been remixing this shit. Oh, I had my um... so the now seriously shot hold on. A man has three sons, and he sends them all out with a chicken. Tells them to go sell it and see how much money they can get. First son comes back with 15. Next day, sends a second son out. Second son comes back with 20. Third day, sends kind of the derpy son out. And he's on his way to go sell this chicken. And the he runs across a woman that's like, hey, I'll uh, fuck you for that chicken. So he goes, okay. And he goes, fucks her, gives her the chicken. But she's like, shit, that was awesome. I'll give you this chicken. Or actually, it's a duck. Screw chicken, it's a duck, because that's part of the joke. Anyway, so she's like, I'll give you this duck if you fuck me again. So he does. So he gets the duck back. Well, on the way to the market, duck fu- uh, jumps out of his hand, gets ran over. Uh, guy feels so bad, he pulls over and gives him $25 for a duck. So he goes home, and dad's like, how much did you get? He's like, oh, shit. Well, I traded uh, a duck for a fuck. Or uh, fuck for a duck and uh, fucked up duck for 25 bucks. Are you actually kidding me right now? Nope. <laughs> Solid.
or it's at least liquid. And oh, by the way, for those of you who don't know, there's no longer just three states of matter. We don't just have liquid, solid, and gas. We also have plasma and the Higgs bose. So you have five states of matter. Yeah, the Higgs bose is actually the plasma matter, so there's still just four. Fuck you. No, no, it, it actually, it, it constitutes as five. I looked it up in like multiple times the other day. I was sad. <sighs> All right. So I have to uh, do this. What the fuck? This is this is disheartening. Yes, it is. There's a what the hell? There's apparently uh, even more states of matter that I wasn't aware of. So, whatever. Nothing matters anymore. <laughs> Things are what they are until they aren't. I don't have it. God damn. You don't have your own book? That's discouraging. Well, the... that's interesting. Like in her... I'm not sure what just happened. Then you find the old and young twisting the night away. So while you're you're looking for that, I want to point something out. So the um, twisting, twisting. We're twisting the night away. All right. So, the... Turn that up. Yeah, you gotta see him go. Twisting the night away. Turn that off. She's old, nothing back. How drunk are you right now? Nothing back. Twisting the night away. Anyway, one must... Twisting... You me if there's anything except nothing, it, it must exist within the boundless light. Pause that. Turn that off. Turn that off. Okay, I want to leave it. I only got Dan, I love you, man. Pause that for a second. I gotta. But that's um, I was actually trying to find a song that I couldn't find. And I don't have the internet right here. Well, it's... I wanna, I wanna go and drop some. While you're looking for something, I wanna go and drop some something for people to like think about for a second. Oh yeah, good. No, yeah, you figure that out, man. Okay, so within nothingness, not it has to be conceived as nothing composed of the annihilation of two imaginary opposites. Thus appears the point, which has neither part nor no, magnitude. I don't, I, don't, I, don't agree, I don't agree with that premise. I don't believe but that. But position I... does not mean anything at all unless there is something else. Some other position which it can be compared. One has to describe it. The only way to do this is to have another point, And that means that one must invent the number two, making the possible, uh, basically making a line possible. But this line does not really mean much because there is no measure of length. 
the limit of knowledge at this stage is there are two things in order to be able to talk about them all. But one cannot say that they are near each other or that they are far apart. One can only say that they are distant. In order to discriminate between them at all, there must be a third thing. We, ha- we must have another point, and one must invent the surface. I'm sorry. Must- please, please repeat that. That's actually sounding really actually intelligent. Please help. It is. It is, yeah. In order to discriminate between them all, one must add a third thing. We must add another point. And then we invent the surface. One must invent the triangle. In doing this, incidentally, mm-hmm. appears the whole plane of geometry. One can you now should say... read my essay... A is now nearer to B than A is to C. But so far, there is no substance in any of these ideas. In fact, there are no ideas at all, except the idea of distance and perhaps the idea of betweenness. And the angular measurements of that plane geometry, which now exists in theory, is after all completely in... You're literally reading this off of a book. Coherent. Yeah, I'm I'm reading reading a section off of something because I'm not going to paraphrase this. The... There's no approach at all to the conception of really existing thing, no more than has to be done to make the definitions, all purely ideal and imaginary. Now, one cannot go any further than the ideal. The next step must be the actual. This is Carl again. This is bullshit. At the, as you approach the actual, there are three points, but there are no idea where any one of them is. A fourth point is essential, and this formulates the idea of matter. The point, the line, the plane. The fourth point, unless it should happen to line the plane, gives the solid. If one wants to know the position of any point, one must define it by the use of a three-coordinate axis. It is so many yep. feet from the north yep. wall. Yep, I'm what? overpowering you with fucking blues traveling. One has arrived at the idea of matter. <laughs> You're talking about some bullshit fucking call you again fucking me- no no this, this, is, this is measurable this, this is this is just this is literally uh you can go look up any video on dimensions oh, this yeah. is exactly this oh, is yeah. just dimensional oh i'm sorry i could go look up a video on the internet or maybe i should just read a book because that's what i did because well, i got a fucking honors degree in philosophy by reading books that's okay whatever whatever you want to do but you can go to any you can go to any accredited uh science uh science website and you can find I'm did sure you, you know that David on. Lynch shook my hand he was a rabbit and he was a rabbit man David Lynch shook my hand so one therefore is compelled to the analysis of known reality to postulate a fifth positive idea motion this is the idea of time. Hey, 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 let's get real. You want to talk about blood? You want to talk about knives? You want to talk about fucking fact? About the only reality we know. There's half in the stars and half in our blood. So let's go ahead. Let's make a distinction. Let's make it. Let's let's make a distinction. Let's decide what is real and what is not. Now, you may or may not feel that you're like. How drunk are you right now? 
as if you may or may not think you're drunk that, as fuck right now. You may or as may you may or may not think that your existence was predicated and, and oh, it's about to end. We only got like twenty seconds, so the notion that nature can be calculated inevitably leads to the conclusion that um, you got anything to say? You got fifteen seconds. The humans too can be reduced to basic mechanical parts. Anything else to say? Devoid of a soul. Continue. Nothing. Ha ha ha. The slotted well, spoon doesn't hold much right, soup, but it can right, catch the right, potato. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who gave you the the crown? Who gave you the scepter? Who gave you the ability to decide what's what is what? Here to quote are. notorious B.I.G., I I did I I or actually Jay-Z, I didn't pass the baton, I took it. Yeah, 